Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 128. Are you responsible for your child's misbehavior? All right, before I begin this interesting episode, I wanted to let you know that Reimagine Motherhood, my coaching school for moms, is now open. If you're listening to this episode in real time, it's May 26th, and enrollment will be open until May 31st. Our first workshop is June 1st. So you need to get in and get registered at janetquinlan.com forward slash membership. Let me just tell you a little bit about what the membership is. Um, It is a monthly membership for women who are looking to improve their marriage, their parenting skills, and learning how to create a home environment that's nurturing rather than soul-sucking. I give you practical tools, and I coach you through the implementation of those tools so you have the life that you want, the one that you always dreamed of. I help you get unstuck and change your limiting beliefs. Because when we change our thoughts, when we question our limiting beliefs, we behave differently. And we show up in the world differently. So I want to help you change those limiting beliefs so you can actually show up the way you want to show up for your husband and for your family and for yourself. That you can be a woman who is confident and lives her vocation to marriage and motherhood with peace and joy, not with anger and stress. In Reimagined Motherhood, we decide the life we want. We see the power we have in the daily choices of our life, and we begin to realize that we can choose to have a warm, loving friendship again with our husband. We can choose to create the nurturing home environment, and we can choose to discipline our children in a way that respects them and us and is effective. So for each month, we have a topic of the month. And topics in the past have been home management, communication in marriage and intimacy, how to implement virtue-based parenting, easy ways to declutter your life, and more. And when you join, you will get access to that whole library of the past months of our membership. And then each month, you will get three workshops that I present on the monthly topic. And in those workshops, I give you practical tools that will help you achieve the goals that you want for that topic. But I also help you with the self-concept, with your mindset, so that you will implement those tools. We always want to search for the right tool that's going to be, you know, the holy grail of making sure we do everything perfectly. But really, it's about our mind and our thoughts in implementing the tools. And that's what I really help people with. So in June, our topic is Summer Skills to Survive and Thrive. And in the workshops, 
I will talk about easy meal prep and demonstrate so you can make a number of meals easily and effectively. And I don't do casseroles, so I'm not that kind of meal prep girl. They're healthy meals and they're easy. And so I'll show you how to do that. I will talk to you about the importance of a flexible schedule, a day that's scheduled but offers flexibility for the children to have freedom in the day. I will help you address the I'm bored complaints and how to overcome them. And I'll also address ways to include the children in home management tasks. I have an amazing tool that I used when my children were all in the home and the home stayed clean. It stayed picked up. And actually we did the yearly and quarterly tasks that I never got around to. So you need to come and join now before May 31st so that you can begin access June 1st. I hope you'll join Reimagine Motherhood. It's kind of my baby in the way I'm helping moms not be overwhelmed and see that they can actually do this thing called marriage and motherhood with less stress and lots of joy and peace. Again, go to janetquinlan.com forward slash membership, decide the life you want, figure out why you don't have it, and find the thoughts that will bring it into reality. That's what we do in Reimagine Motherhood. All right. That was a long commercial, but on to this episode. All right. Remember, the topic is, are you responsible for your child's misbehavior? Okay. Now, I don't want you to listen to this episode with self-recrimination thoughts. We're really good at that, aren't we? We're really good at feeling guilt and letting it control us. And we don't make any progress because we feel so guilty and so shamed. That's not what this episode is about. This episode is to help you see ways in which you can help your children. And I want you to listen to it with a spirit of curiosity. Like, hmm, can I implement that? Or, hmm, is that something that I do that's not helping my children, nor is it helping me? Okay, so listen with curiosity and not guilt and shame. You ready? Okay. I think that it is easier to believe that our children's bad behavior is because of their shortcomings or their strong wills or just the way they're wired. Often, our children's bad behavior is because of something we are or are not doing. And yes, that's not going to make your day shine with rainbows and unicorns. Remember, curiosity, okay? However, I hope that in listening to this episode, you may find something that will make you think a little differently and move you in the right direction for you and your children. All right, similar to marriage, often when there's a conflict between us and our spouse, it isn't always his fault. Sometimes our responses, our expectations or our own behavior can be the cause of the conflict. I think with the last couple of years of the shutdown because of COVID, many families have realized that they've got some big problems in their family. There's kind of a magnifying glass on all of the ways in which we annoy each other or the limitations that our children have. In fact, in a mom's Facebook group discussion, one mom asked why her three-year-old was such a 
and I can't even say it. Can you imagine? In the days of my parents, when families were not nearly as busy as they are now, going from activity to activity, or constantly assaulted with tech distractions, parents and children were always together. Parents corrected inappropriate or negative behavior consistently because they were face-to-face with it. They knew it needed to be corrected, and they also knew it was their responsibility to form their children. They were the boss, the authority on all things. We've lost the sense of our God-given role of forming a child. We don't merely house and feed and babysit our children until they go to school or move out. We are entrusted with forming their will, their conscience, their values and morals, and their virtues. And I think this became abundantly clear in the last two years, because suddenly parents had children home with them all the time, and they saw how their children were not well-formed. They saw how their children were rude and had no boundaries and complained all the time, and they don't know what to do with it. And in speaking with moms about issues with their children, here's what many say. I have to clean up after them all day because they won't pick up after themselves. They argue with me all the time. They won't get off their devices. They are always interrupting me. They won't sit at the kitchen table to eat their meals. And there are crumbs and juice spills all over the house. The list could go on and on. Quite possibly, you have a completely different list yourself. But my question to you, as it was to me many years ago, why are you allowing bad and disrespectful behavior? Why are you allowing it? Children do not naturally have all the virtues they need to live as productive, happy adults. And as their parent, it is our job to teach them self-control, fortitude, perseverance, orderliness, patience, responsibility, and obedience, just to name a few of the virtues required to be a happy adult. Not to mention we have to teach them how to do their laundry. Parenting is a God-given role, a vocation, which just means a calling to form the children he has given to us in virtue and good habits and to teach them to love him and serve him by leading a Christian life. It's a serious offense to God and to our children to neglect our duties by allowing the children to usurp our authority. There's just a few things I would like to suggest to help you eliminate your child's misbehavior. Things that you can do. Number one, take back your authority. We teach our children to love, obey, and trust God by teaching our children to love, obey, and trust us, even when they don't feel like it or want to. I don't know about you, but I've had many experiences as an adult where I needed to obey and trust God even when I didn't want to. And in the end, his will was, as it always is, 
the best for me. We have a generation of millennials who are untethered. They have little respect for authority, only respect for their own feelings. They have little faith in the loving Father God because they weren't taught his authority through the authority of parents. To all of you young moms who are raising your small children now, take note. If your child's misbehavior is disobedient, disrespectful, uncooperative, and unhappy at 3, 5, 8, or 10, it only gets worse as they get older, and their will gets stronger. Don't let the emotions and imprudent demands of your children run your house. They don't know what's best. That's why they're children and you are the parents. Take action. Be their parent and form them into the loving humans God has called them to be. Will it be easy? No, it's not easy. It wasn't easy. It was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. But I promise you, it gets easier the sooner you become clear and consistent in your expectations. Watch your tone. For all you type A's out there, be careful that you aren't always in a drill sergeant mode. Save the tone for really serious interactions of disrespect or something that's dangerous. Otherwise, your children will quickly tune you out, which will make you angry, and then you become that angry parent all the time. Approach your children with curiosity, with kindness, while still being firm. Next, be generous in your praise and encouragement. You've probably heard the phrase, catch them being good. It's important to their self-esteem and to their behavior to praise the good as often as you can without going overboard. Children will seek your attention and they will get it either in a positive or negative way. Our job is to encourage the positive way and discourage the negative. They will catch on and seek your attention in positive ways, which will become their habit rather than the negative ways. Next, be clear in your expectations and consistent in enforcing them. Know what your expectations are. If you need to write them down to bring them into focus, do that. Some of our behavioral expectations for our children were treat me and their siblings with respect. No arguing or back talk to me. None. Zero. Zero tolerance. <laughs> People don't believe me when I say that, but it's really true. The first time one of my seven children talked back to me was when he was a teenager. And that was the last time that he talked back to me. Clean up after themselves. Teach your children to clean up after themselves. They were allowed to eat only at the kitchen table, so the rest of the house wasn't destroyed. Schoolwork was completed independently, timely, and before doing anything fun. Daily and weekly chores were executed well with no nagging but lots of reminders, which is very different than nagging. When you remind them, you give them that warning, and then the next time they have consequences. Now, I had a friend who lamented to me that her children were strong-willed, and she didn't have the luxury of compliant children like mine. I'm like, 
Are you kidding me? (laughs) Do you not know my husband and me? You could not have two more strong-willed parents. So you think I'm going to have children who are not strong-willed? My kids were strong-willed, so don't use that as an excuse. My will was just stronger, and we enforced consequences consistently. Ask God for the grace to give you that strong will. Your children need and depend on it. Know your why. You are in charge, not as an authoritarian type, but authoritative. You are the one to teach your children how to behave. It's your job. All right, next, say what you mean and mean what you say. If your children do not follow your rules, giving them another chance only encourages them to not obey the next time. And that sets a pattern in motion. If you tell them they must clean up their breakfast dishes after breakfast and they don't, they can either be responsible for cleaning up everyone's dishes for lunch or dinner, or they miss the next meal. Trust me, they won't die. And it won't happen again. Clearly articulated consequences are the guardrails in our children's lives, just as they are in our own lives. If an adult is repeatedly late for work or goofs off during the work hours, they'll lose their job. Those are the natural consequences. We only encourage disobedient, disrespectful behavior in our children when we fail to enforce natural consequences. That's also the way to raise entitled, spoiled adults who lack discipline and fortitude. And that's not what you want. So I would suggest that you make one to two resolutions for your personal growth. All right? Remember, be curious. Don't give in to the guilt and shame. It gets you nowhere. Be curious. Take a moment today and consider how you parent. There's no shame in recognizing that there may be one or more areas you could work on. In fact, it's a sign of strength and humility and a gift to your children. Then make one or two resolutions to address those areas. Don't say, I'm going to be perfect from now on. You won't be. On the other hand, it would be a disservice to God, to you and your children to say, That's just who I am. I can't. If I've learned anything in 36 years of parenting, I've learned that motherhood is as much about me becoming a better wife, woman, and mother as it is in raising my children and loving my husband. That's the journey that will get me to heaven. So even when it's hard, it's a good thing. Okay, don't forget, I'm not going to do another long commercial here, but don't forget to come join us in Reimagine Motherhood. The people who have joined have stayed for months. I know you'll love it. You can certainly cancel at any time, but I know there's nothing else out there like this. So come join us, janetquinlan.com forward slash membership. Remember, membership closes May 31st. So before you forget and get involved in the Memorial Day weekend, just come and sign up now. All right, take care. Have a great weekend. Bye. 
Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at FindingJoyInMotherhood.com.